We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. Again, we are late into the night talking Premier League Game Week 18. I am Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen. But before we get into hopefully what is five matches this weekend, are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S O R A. RE.com. Chris, welcome in to the show. Do we have a kid on today? What's up? Hey, Adam. Uh, was it two days to two days ago we spoke or three days ago? It's uh, we're on pretty much like feels like a couple times a week lately. I do have a kid on, or uh, I guess not really a kid, but I got a, a you know going back into the quarters up here. I have a um, you can't really see it because I'm I guess sitting in the dark, but uh, <laughs> it's a you know New Balance Liverpool quarter zip, pretty classy, honestly. Uh, I probably one I wear the most. Uh, I wore this all day at work, um, so I, you know it's good for good for pretty much anything. Looks good, can work out in it. So yeah, it's a a classic. It's got a lot of miles on it, but uh, yeah, um, and of course Liverpool getting the job done today, three one over Newcastle. So I, I tried to do a little bit of a subtle supporting. And uh, yeah, it worked out. What do you? Uh, looks like you got a, you got a couple things going on over there with the hat and with the beanie, uh, and then it looks like a maybe a vintage kit potentially. Yeah, I'm, I'm sporting a Michigan State soccer team. You know, that's a number one college squad. Uh, but we got funny. so you inspired me uh, to go to go back to your you know your travel days. Uh, so we got Predator soccer. This is. You know, something in my high school days i think it was like indoor over the winter uh kind of thing and i don't even know if there's a number on the back of here but it's just like some i don't know some soft some soft t-shirt they called it a jersey back in the day it's i don't think they they uh, have this material anymore but uh looks but, pretty uh, sharp yeah i usually put wear it for like bed or something so uh, this rarely sees the the light of day by the public well, now the you know international audience has seen it, and so it's kind of kind of out there to uh, to everyone who's a fan. Good, support the predators. It looks pretty sharp. 
Yeah, so, man, game week 18, I, I, I guess we got to talk about what just happened midweek. We can get to that first. So both of our bets, bets, well, yeah, I guess I'll say they lost. I changed what we what we had as my best bet uh, because the Leicester match was postponed. I changed that to Crystal Palace to win, uh, which I should have taken my original, uh, my first pick, which was uh, both teams not to score in the Norwich Villa match. But so last, last few episodes, you know, we focused on – just away teams and why you shouldn't bet on them. But I'm thinking it may be time to put a pin in that strategy while, while we're having all these, while we're, while it's during the holidays and while we're having all these COVID issues, uh, could, do you agree with this strategy? Because you just took Norwich to win and they lost two nil at home. Yeah, I think it's something that we'll continue to track. Like we should definitely, you know, keep up on it because that, you know, that that type of those type of numbers are tough to overlook from like the last five game weeks where it was eight wins in 48, 48 games. Um, but like you said, given COVID, given the fact that we've got actually this week is kind of interesting when you look at it, which could really affect our numbers overall. Um, with a lot of a couple, I think when we look at it, there's four favorites that are playing on the road. So, I mean, if we see some things that happen this week where we're like, okay, all four of those favorites won, um, that's going to affect us certainly. But I think um, given COVID, given the busy fixture list, and given the fact that this week there are a lot of favorites on the road, I think we can maybe potentially halt our, our, uh, our discussion around it. But I think going forward, definitely a good to track and see how, how the away teams are faring in the future. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the the results here from – for midweek here. So we did have those, those couple away teams win Villa one wolves one. But I mean, if you dive into it a little bit like Norwich, they're having COVID issues. They started uh, Sorensen in the midfield, I believe it was. And I think he's more of a central defender, that kind of thing. So like they, they lacked a bench. They started a weird lineup and then you had Brighton who didn't have a true center back in their team. And that just added to a little bit uh, of everything else. Uh, Pascal Gross, Neil Malpe, like those guys are out with with what we believe to be COVID. Unfortunately, a lot of Premier League teams aren't releasing this information, something we'll probably have to touch on once we talk about Tottenham coming up here. But yeah, for right now, it's, it's kind of a wait and see what the lineups actually look at, like. I mean, it's something we say every show because – you know, we give these bets here and we're, we're going with the home team. But when when we see, you know, regular starters who are not even in the team because of COVID, it's it's kind of hard to sure we'll put our name on these best bets. But at, like at the end of the day, when we see these lineups, we're a little less confident in taking these teams to win these matches. So uh, we'll I mean, we'll try to avoid that, but that's it's basically impossible is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting times that we continue to live in, you know, when we look at the Premier League postponing, was it three matches this game week? Five or past five. Oh, this past five, one, yeah. Yeah, three the, the last week, five already this week. You know, we're recording here on a Thursday night. We've got, is it two games uh, ready to go for Saturday and three Sunday, if I'm correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, you know, who knows what's going to happen by then. We might be discussing this, you know, come Monday before the next game week. 
where we watched like two games or we didn't watch any. So yeah, it's uh it's really tough right now to, to, to kind of think about where we put our best bets, but uh, you know, we, we get paid the big bucks to, to make big decisions here and we're here on a Thursday night and going to get after it regardless of what's going on around us because we love this game and, and we love uh, providing some good betting content. Couldn't have said it better myself. So <laughs> this first one for the five matches, we picked out three, hopefully intriguing ones, hopefully ones that are going to get, that are actually going to be played. So we got on Saturday leads are home. They are plus two ninety five. To win, Arsenal are minus 115, away favorite to win. And then the draw is plus 285. You got over two and a half goals at minus 145, under two and a half, plus 115. I think the big thing here before you even we even talk about the numbers is in addition to Leeds, you know, coming after the, the seven nil beatdown, their team is is in pieces. I it's not getting better. So you think you know, Bamford came back, uh, what, a week or two ago? Then he he, he uh, messed up his hamstring while celebrating or something. So what happened last match, I think Daniel James got hurt. Liam Cooper got hurt. So, like, these are all injuries for Leeds. I don't believe they have any uh, COVID issues. So so that just means this match can be played. Is It's not going to be you know COVID thing. So, like, we have Joe Gelhart starting. I, I made their uh, formation a three three one just because <laughs> their their team is uh, you know it's in pieces. But yeah, it's I can see some like some junior players getting called up in like in a in this type of position to try to contribute. Like you said, they're missing some of their best players. I mean, Cooper's out with what or uh, excuse me, Bamford's out with. Who knows what? Um, and that's somebody we've wanted to come back for a while. Liam Cooper, you know, arguably their best center back. And then Calvin Phillips, their best midfielder. So it's been tough to uh, to see what Leeds is going to do. And when they're fully healthy, they're actually like a really fun team, a really good team to watch. And, uh, you know, this this is, you know, in the primetime slate with Leeds Arsenal here on Saturday, 1230 Eastern. Um, 9.30 out of hand Pacific. So it's like, it's a big game, but we're not going to get to see probably a lot of the stars in this one, at least for Leeds United. Yeah. Like we even have uh, Robin, Robin Cock here at center back. Uh, he hasn't played since, yeah, the first match of the season. And I threw him in the projected 11 because he's supposed to be available again, but I don't, I don't know if he's fit enough to start, but we'll see. So <laughs> with all that said, if you just look at the recent results here, Leeds, uh, they have not lost any of their last five home matches, while Arsenal have lost their last three away from home. If, if you remember correctly, they lost 2-1 at Everton. So you throw that in there. You, you throw all the Leeds injuries in there. You got to think that all you know all the money's, well, maybe not all the money, a lot of the money's become, be going on Arsenal, but maybe Leeds is is the side to take here. Maybe it's like a winner draw kind of situation here for him. I mean, obviously you're not going to trust Arsenal, so I don't know if I'm <laughs> going to trust him either. My, my history is unfortunately speaking for itself here, but yeah, uh, I mean, Arsenal are in the top four. They look so, you know, they're playing some of the best, best they have all season. And I, and I know that I've uh, put some, I've been on wax here, as they say in previous weeks, uh, you know, talking poorly about them, but uh, I think just given the way that how banged up leads are, it's tough to take them. 
the most interesting aspect for me is Leeds have been involved in some last three games, 2-2 against Brentford, 3-2 against Leeds, uh, against Chelsea, and then obviously they got the beat down midweek here, 7-0 against Manchester City. The over-under, uh, three over three and a half goals, so last three games over four goals, or four goals or over is uh, – they, they've done and this one's at three and a half over three and a half is plus 170 meanwhile you get you get into negative odds minus 215 under three and a half so i think i if i had to decide here i would go for the over um when i get into plus odds at uh at um over three and a half goals at plus 170 is the one that i would target at least if i was gonna think about that yeah that was my general thought i just uh main worry is that leads haven't really been scoring a ton this season and they may be starting Joe Gellhart uh, in front there. Like, maybe, maybe he's – no, he didn't score off the bench because they were just shut out. But hmm. I kind of like – um, so I, I'm kind of in this phase here. I just – I just uh, so goal bands here. I just found out well, – I didn't just find out, but I kind of get in these phases here of, you know, strategies to take while betting. And it seems like goal bands are a thing I'm going to be focusing on this weekend. So you can get – uh, two to three goals scored in this match at plus 115. So instead of, you know, dealing with the over under two and a half goals, you can just take either two or three goals scored. Like you're getting, you're getting the two nil Arsenal result, two one Arsenal result, one one. Like you're getting all those results. I think there will be goals, but I don't think there's going to be a ton of goals. So I think that's a pretty good route if you want to take this, if you want to look at this match and, you know, you should look at this match because it's the only one at uh at its time at, on saturday so yeah that's that's interesting the, the two to three at plus 115 yeah it could easily be you know again what arsenal did today at, at two nil where leads fail to score and you know you get away over there with plus 115 yeah i definitely think over two goals in any 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 way it happens just given how banged up leads are they could hit them it just seems like they're always they've been involved in some high high scoring high scoring affairs, whether it's them getting beat or you know a couple goals going against each other there. So yeah, that's a, that's an interesting bet to consider. There has been two or three goals scored in seven of their last eight home matches, and the one it didn't happen in was uh, the two two result against Brentford. So, and in that one, Bamford scored you know right at the end of the match and. I don't think Bamford's going to be there to be to be doing that. So, but moving on here, the next match we have is Wolverhampton at home against Chelsea. Wolves plus six hundred to win. Chelsea minus one ninety five, and then you got the draw at plus three ten. Over two and a half goals plus one ten. Under two and a half goals minus one thirty five. I think we're kind of uh, in the same situation here, or the same same thoughts at least. So Wolves kind of looks like a good spot here. Uh, well, we just saw Chelsea today. I guess we should mention first that it looks like Kai Havertz, Kelm Hudson-Odoi, uh, Romelu Lukaku, Timo Werner. It looks like all those guys have COVID and they won't be available for this match. So the, I guess what you want to watch out for is the rest of the team to get COVID and this is probably the most likely match to be uh, postponed for for this weekend. But for now, hopefully, you know, all the rest of the team stayed away from uh, the COVID positive players. But 
I guess the main thing is that, you know, Chelsea don't have the depth. So they have, they basically have the three guys up front, Ziyech, Pulisic, and Mount. Like those are their three guys. Their other four options they use up front, they're all out with COVID. So, I mean, that kind of hurt them today. So is it going to hurt them against Wolves? I, I think maybe because, you know, Wolves are defensive. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, the thing for Chelsea is they've been conceding so many goals. Uh, not so many, but like so many in, in relation to what they were doing to begin the season. And, you know, for the, for every all the, all season, they've conceded 12 goals total. In the last six games, they've conceded eight to- total goals. So, you know, two-thirds of the goals they've conceded all season have came in the last six games, which is kind of interesting because we're game week 18 here. And so they, they haven't had that kind of defensive fortress that they had to begin the season. Um, I actually really like Wolves in this spot because – as you know, along with this conceding goals, they've been drawn matches and they haven't, and they have, you know, have in a sense just not been particularly good. So I, Wolves coming away with kind of what seems like a good result against Brighton with that one nil win. I, I think we're on the same page where Wolverhampton is a, uh, is a good shout and, and what they could do to, to potentially win or draw this match. Yeah. I wonder if this, this match is going to be kind of similar to Chelsea against Everton today. So, like, Wolves, the odds are just weird. Just, I mean, they're eighth in the table. And if you just look at their previous matchups there, like, they they kind of battled that Manchester City, lost 1-0, battled against Liverpool. Liverpool got that late Origi goal, lost that one 1-0. There's been three goals total in their last five matches. Like, they're playing really good defensively. They don't have the same injury COVID issues as other teams like eight and picked up an issue last match, but like they have Fernando Marcal and like he started the season. So that's not, you know, much of a downgrade there. Like their defense is playing well and it doesn't seem like, you know, they want to change that strategy. Like it seems like, you know, it's going to be, they want to play for the one, no wins. And I don't know. It's, it's I think that's possible against, uh, you know, a Chelsea team without much depth, like they're bringing Ross Barkley and Saul off the bench. And sure, that's that's great. And sure, I guess Chelsea could, they're always in play to, you know, score a bunch of goals. Uh, I mean, now that I'm looking at the recent results, they've got multiple goals in each of their last four away matches. That includes three at Zenit in Champions League. But, you know, they, they got two at West Ham and a loss, two at Watford, three against Leicester. So, Maybe that's kind of worrying, but Wolves have pretty much limited everyone. So uh, I like the route there, winner draw, that kind of thing. I also like uh, one or two goals scored. Uh, that is plus 105. So, like, you're getting the 1 0 win, you're getting a 2 0 win. Even if it's another 1 1 result for Chelsea, like, you're still getting that uh, to hit at uh, plus odds there. So, yeah. And I mean, if we're going to, I think something to note for the anytime goal scorers here is Raul Jimenez is plus 300 as an anytime goal scorer where, you know, Chelsea, like I mentioned, not particularly good in their back line. And uh, I mean, Wolves have scored from a variety of areas, but if we're going to select somebody who's the most likely to score out, it's Raul Jimenez at plus 300. Those are great odds. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know, he probably has like, Three goals this season. Hasn't been the greatest season, but he's coming off a suspension, so he's going to be hungry. He's going to be rested. So that's uh, that's a definite positive for him. Uh, so the next match we have, I guess it's 
Yeah, I mean, there's five matches, but even if there's ten matches, it'd probably be the biggest match of the weekend. We got Tottenham home against Liverpool. Tottenham are plus 450 to win. Liverpool minus 170. Draw plus 340. Over two and a half goals, minus 155. Under two and a half goals, plus 125. And before I give this away to you, so we have the, the Tottenham issue is that, so it's, I guess the, the thought is that this match is going to play because Tottenham, they've had their last three matches postponed, including in UEFA play, and they haven't played in, what, two weeks, I guess it looks like. And we don't know who tested positive. They never released that information. So they they came back to training this week, and it, I mean, it, it's just a hard... Uh, it's just hard to, you know, predict what's going to happen here because, you know, if Son and Kane and, you know, all their guys tested positive maybe 10 days ago, but they're, you know, they're back in training today, yesterday, like we don't, we don't know. Tottenham has given no information, but how much is that, I guess for you, is that going to change your mind about how this match goes? Like, I guess if we see the starting 11s and you got a bunch of Tottenham backups in there, the odds will probably be Liverpool minus 400. So, yeah, I think Liverpool's one. Let's see, one, two, three, four. I mean, they're six. They've won their last six matchups against Tottenham. So it's, I think, any way you slice it here, Tottenham, whether they're healthy or whether they're playing, you know, their, their B team here, I think Liverpool to go anywhere other than Liverpool winning this one would be kind of foolish. Um, I will say they uh, the odds makers know what they're doing here uh, with the over under. As you mentioned, the over three and a half over three over two and a half goals is minus one fifty five, and the under two and a half goals is plus one twenty five. In um, in those last six matches, it's been three one two one one nil two one. Two zero two one. So three of those matches right at three goals. I don't think there's any value in 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 the unders or the overs there. So I would kind of skip those over. Um, but yeah, just like you said, Tottenham so banged up, returning their best players who have probably not trained in a whole week. Which when you're considering a Premier League player, what the the fitness levels that it takes to to play at that high of a level, I just think that they're going to be in so much trouble if if they haven't actually played. And you know whether you said it was ten days or five days, it's it's just a big big difference especially when you're coming up against a side that's that's i think won their last six matches in the premier league so it's uh going to be pretty tough for them to to win that game so you're looking at previous results but i i pulled up uh the article is not up but it will be up soon at rotowire.com i pulled up antonio conte's last few matches at chelsea when he played liverpool obviously Liverpool back in 2018, you know, they still had some of the same players, a lot of the same players, but it's still, it's still three years ago. So there's not a ton to take away, but the, uh, there's three matches. I looked at uh, one nil, one nil, and then one, one. And I kind of like the under is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I recently took a Liverpool under you, you can get plus 125, but I think the thing is, like, Conte's teams, like, they want to play defensive. Like, they want to keep teams in check. They've allowed one goal in their last three home matches. 
the competition obviously is not the same. Those were against Leeds, Brentford, Norwich. I could read off Liverpool's matches, but, you know, they, they're scoring goals, so that's not going to back my point at all. But I, I don't know. Do you... Yeah, I mean, you're right on considering the under just how Tottenham plays. Yeah. Just under two it's, and a half goals we haven't really seen in, in their pat in their previous meetings. It just doesn't make sense when just looking at outside of like the Liverpool result, like it it doesn't make sense to take under on a Liverpool match. Yeah, it just hasn't really happened all that much. Um I think Wolves maybe was one of them where they probably hit they hit the under. I can't think of the many matches where it hasn't been like over three goals or over two goals. I think there yeah, was, was... there's at least three goals in, in most of their matches. No, I guess the the Villa one too. So I mean, a couple recent ones where you know they had a couple, they had some struggles hitting the back of the net, and I don't know, maybe maybe that happens against Tottenham. But you know, if they have uh, all their regulars back there, you know, if, if they have, if they put, uh, if they're forced to put what Joe Rondon back there again, or or whoever else, like uh, maybe I won't, I wouldn't like that under as much, but. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. like, I guess if you want to look at a Liverpool bet, like, you're kind of looking, would you look at a Liverpool to win in a shutout? They've been solid defensively. Like, they allowed that random John Joe Shelby goal today, but just for other routes to bet this match, like, for, uh, like, I guess you got your Salah bet. Uh, would you consider anything? So, Salah minus 110. How much would you consider that compared to with, like, Salah, Liverpool to win? Liverpool win a shutout, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, solid minus one ten. That's pretty, pretty. Uh, I think good enough to to maybe bet because he's been seems like scoring in most matches. But uh, I always like the if I'm going to do that, I always like the solid score and a win because they have been pretty unbeatable lately. And if it's a Tottenham side missing, you know, um, Harry Kane and the rest and company, then of course I'm going to probably go with that uh, solid a win and to, or to score and to win. So. Yeah, I think you're definitely. I wouldn't take the over on this one, but um, I w- at three, I just think it's like you know either three nil or two one, or potentially two nil. Like uh, Tottenham just haven't played in so long, and they're just so banged or so um, ill or banged up that uh, they won't have enough forces to to put forth like a, a decent game. All right, to keep my trend going, I found uh, for there to be two to three goals in this match, you can get plus one twenty odds. So that's basically the same as. Uh, the plus one twenty five for under two and a half. So maybe that's the better route because you get you know you get the two one result, you get the three nil result in there, and you. Do, I mean, I guess it loses if this is another one nil type match, uh, which we were just talking about with Wolves and Villa games. But do you, would you, as the Liverpool uh, aficionado on this podcast, would you rather take the two or three goals at plus 120 or the under two and a half at plus 125? I'd rather take the two to three goals because under two and a half, looking at the way that Liverpool plays, I mean, you you just get that, that half goal really to, to get up to three there. Um, the way that they've been playing and the way that these games have gone over their past, over their like last couple of years here in the Premier League, it, everything says that it's not going to be under two and a half goals. There's one of those, one of those six matches was under, under two and a half goals. So I think I would take that over the, the two to three is just a, just a little bit better because you, you get that extra half goal and the odds are about the same too. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, you get the safety of the 3-0, the 2-1 win kind of thing. And it's just how much you like that more than the possibility of a 1-0 win, or I guess score this draw. But I don't I don't think that's a uh, score this draw is really on her mind for this one. Right. Yeah, I would, not something I'd consider. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so that's the three matches, and the hope is that these matches are actually played. The other one is Aston Villa home against Burnley, and then Newcastle home against Manchester City. And I guess, yeah, might as well dive into best bets here. So one of my, so we had the strategy of me giving Chris three options, but there's so few options. <laughs> there's five matches. Um, just gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm going to change this on the spot here. Um, so He's talking himself into it, it sounds like. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you three options. You're going to pick again because you technically weren't wrong on the last slate. You picked, I'm undefeated Lester, so well. yep, you picked Leicester City to win of my trio. So we're just going to keep it running. You're going to have to pick. So the first one, we didn't the match we didn't talk about. So we got Aston Villa win in a shutout. That's plus 185. And they're playing Burnley. And I think that's, you know, that's the main thing. Burnley have been, they've struggled to score all season. Villa are minus 135 to win. I'm just going to take them to win in a shutout, which they've done a couple times under Gerard. They aren't allowing a ton of good opportunities. And the only way this screws me, I think, is if uh, Maxwell Cornet starts and then scores, or I guess comes off the bench and then scores. That's, that's my main worry because Chris Wood is not playing well at the moment, but uh, Villa to win in a shutout plus 185. And then I'm going to go with uh, one to two goals in the Wolves Chelsea match at plus 105. And then the two to three goals in the Leeds Arsenal match at plus 115. So uh, those are the ones I brought up earlier. And I, I talked myself into putting them into my best bet. That's how that's how convincing we are on on this podcast. I convinced myself while we're while we're talking about it there. So interesting, interesting. <laughs> uh, some good ones. I, I we talked about that Chelsea Wolves one. I'm going to steer away from that one because I have my best bet involved with that game. And just to, as I do, as I've done now for three weeks in a row, I'd like to diversify what we got going on. So although I, I like that bet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that one. I'm going to 
throw it out the window for now. You can bet it if you want. Still think it's smart. Um, the other one was the Arsenal leads two to three goals. Yeah, I just with Lee, I with us having no idea who the heck leads are, they might field you know a seventeen year old midfielder this weekend or a defender. So I just really don't know. Um, Arsenal have been so good lately, so I I just don't really know what's going to happen with that one. And when I look at the way Burnley have been playing, they haven't scored a game or they haven't scored a goal in over 270 minutes. They have been, you know, prior to that, they it was 3-3 against Crystal Palace, but in the last three matches, it was 0-0 Wolves. One they lost. This is what how you know it's bad. They lost one nil to Newcastle. And then they they drew uh, West Ham nil nil. So I like uh, your bet there for Villa to win in a shutout plus one eighty five. Villa are, have shown to be a really good defensive side over the past five six matches. So I, I just think that's the smartest of the three bets. And so I'm going to lock Adam in here, and I'm going to lock myself in here at uh, Villa to win in a shutout at plus one eighty five. All right, there we go. Yeah, I mean. They uh, could not score at Newcastle. I think, I guess that's uh, that's kind of all we need to know right there. So, okay. Villa twin shutout plus 185. Chris, you are, you are up. Okay. Best bet here. We talked about this game not too many minutes ago here, and I'm going to go for a variety of reasons that we have already discussed. I'm going to take Wolverhampton here. You can go on DraftKings. And uh, if you're on DraftKings, you can go over to Game Props. You can scroll over to Double Chance. Is it Game Props? Yeah, Double Chance. And I'm going to take Wolverhampton in a Double Chance at plus 165. What is a Double Chance? You're probably wondering. It's them to win or to draw. Um, And I'm going to take that at plus 165. So if they win or draw, you return your bet with a winning ticket. And I just think, like, Wolverhampton are so strong defensively. Chelsea... They've been pretty, you know. They haven't they haven't played up to the level that they played in, you know, August, September, October. The month of November has been pretty tough for them, and even December. So, um, I, I like Wolverhampton to potentially, you know, come away with some points here. Uh, they're playing at home. I think they can get it done, and those are good enough odds. You know, a lot of the times when you look at those double chance bets, the you're like, okay, negative odds. We're getting plus odds for a side that that are strong defensively, and they're in the top half of the table playing at home. So I think they, they can do pretty good here and plus one sixty five it makes too much sense. Yeah, if you're even more confident you can get well I guess Wolves to win plus six hundred, but uh the draw no bets plus four twenty five. So if the draw does hit, uh you just get your money back and if they win you just get plus four twenty five odds. So no, I I agree with that one. And I guess I guess we should say um I don't know if I can speak for Chris though. If any of these matches are postponed, we will, you know, give our best bets on Twitter, or we'll at least try to new new best bets. That is, sorry, um, but uh, we uh, we obviously don't know what's going to happen with these games. As we said, Chelsea have a few COVID positives today, and they could be added as the. Uh, as the days move along here, I guess we could, we could know as soon as Friday, if any more matches are postponed. So, and you know, the past 30 minutes, maybe they're off or not, but you guys, mm-hmm. everyone enjoyed this conversation here between us. We, uh, we got some good, good, good tidbits in here for the fans. And 
Uh, I think that's it. We got anything else uh, for game week 18, these five matches here? I don't think so. I'm going to be, you know, the holiday travel starts now. I'm going to be heading, uh, heading east. Everything for me is east now. Um, so I'm going to be heading home, making a quick pit stop to see a friend in DC. Um, but yeah, it'll be good to, uh, good to be on like a, a time zone. That's a little bit better where I can watch a, I can watch like that primetime game at, a, at 1130. So uh, looking forward to hopefully what what is a, a fun game Leeds versus Arsenal, um, you know maybe hit a local pub take it in there so we'll see what happens but uh, yeah excited to to you know see some family get back for the holidays and of course you know you and I aren't quitting anytime soon we got a lot of a lot, a lot of more games to go through here for the the festive fixture so looking forward to uh, discussing these in future weeks. Yeah, so our goal, we're not going to, we're going to do a show for every game week. The backgrounds may change, the yep. the outfits may change, the kits may change. I may be, I may be in, uh, I don't know, a full snowsuit in one of these shows as I'm in northern Wisconsin, but we will get the show in, we will get the show done, and we will get our best bets in, and we will have our best bets be correct. I I say I guarantee you our best bets will be correct over the holidays. We're going to help you get your money back that you spent on presents. You will win money. I guarantee it right here in this podcast. What do you, can you guarantee this, Chris? I'm going to guarantee that I hopefully Santa Claus drops some kits down. We'll help you with the wagers. Hopefully Santa Claus comes down the chimney and he drops some new kits for you. I put up, you know, I was, I feel like I've been a pretty good boy. This uh, this year, and I'm hoping Santa Claus comes through with some new uh, kit drip here in the next couple of days, in the next yeah. like couple of weeks, I guess. So that's that's really what I'm after. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna tell the Brain Trust at Rotowire Merchandise to get Rotowire kits that yeah. we can have for the podcast, and then we will uh, produce those and send them out to all of our fans. Uh, this will happen in twenty, the year twenty thirty. So, uh, you got about, you got nine years until the Rotowire kits come out. So, I hope everyone is ready when that happens. Um, but that's uh, that's what we got. We'll be back. Yes, next week. Hope. Well, we'll see if, if uh, yeah, we'll see if the Premier League postpones uh, anything here. But uh, if if there are matches, we will be here, Chris. Thanks for joining me. Thanks to everyone who listened. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Like the channel. Uh, like our podcast. Thanks to SoRare for sponsoring. Make sure to check out rotowire.com for all of the content. Uh, the con- If you've been watching on YouTube, I've been using the lineup page a little more and that you can see you know, projected formations, projected starters, all the injuries that are going on, probably the most important thing. So before betting, go to those pages. Check out who's hurt. Check out who's expected to start. I I do that myself. It you know it helps me from losing money. Uh, you know before before making stupid bets if I don't know who's in the lineup. So, Chris, again, thank you, and we'll see everyone next week. Thanks.